Welcome to the Divorce Talk with Twyla Show, where we talk all things divorce, and you will be inspired, informed, encouraged, and empowered. Now, let's welcome our host, Twyla M. Marks, the divorce recovery expert. She is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Well, hello, everyone. Man, I'm Twyla M. Marks. I am the divorce recovery expert, aka also known as Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Thank you all so very much for tuning in tonight. And listen, I'm super duper excited. This is the last episode of my infidelity series. We've been in this series the entire month of January. Can you believe it's January 31st? I started this the very first Monday of the month, and I've had the last three weeks some amazing guests, experts in the field of divorce recovery. So tonight is like none other. I have another amazing guest for you, and today's show is Men Need Healing Too. So Guess who I have on tonight? I have the divorce coach for men, Miss Haley Lisa. She helps divorcing men step out of their chaos and reclaim their power during the divorce process. So, Miss Haley, would you join me on the Divorce Talk with Twyla show on tonight? Absolutely. Twyla, first, thank you for having me. I've been looking so forward to this. Yes, yes. Haley, thank you so much for being here tonight. And I'm so excited, as I stated in the introduction, this is the last episode of the Infidelity series. And man, I tell you, Haley, it has been power packed. And I just hope and pray that those that are going through um, infidelity and recovering from infidelity has found something through the whole month of January, I almost said November. Oh my gosh. <laughs> January. <laughs> um, here we are, the last episode of uh, this series. So, Haley, if you don't mind, why don't you share with some of the audience and the listeners and the viewers tonight a little bit more about yourself? I know you are a divorce coach for men, that's your niche, that's your passion. But uh, yeah, so let's just jump right on into this conversation on tonight. Oh, great. Well, I am the divorce coach for men, and I've been doing this now for 10 years. I am divorced myself, not once, but twice. Mm -hmm. And with that brings, you know, the experience of divorce. And, you know, I think as a divorce coach, when you have been divorced, you're able to really sometimes, you know, see three, see things through the lens of your client. And so absolutely. And I say first, I want to applaud you for, you know, bringing um, awareness to in, about the topic of infidelity, because, you know, let's face it, not everybody wants to share their stories of infidelity, especially I find with men, you know, with them, it's, it's very embarrassing. Not that it's not embarrassing for women, but I think with men, you know, they mm -hmm. have their egos that come yeah. into play. So I say kudos to you really for, you know, really shedding some light on, I think, helpful information because I have to say, you know, 69% of marriages end due to an infidelity. 
That's a really high number. Oh yeah. That's a very high number. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think it's great that you've decided to devote the whole month of January to this. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. And so, you know, myself as well, I'm a coach and mm-hmm. I, you know, coach men and women, but my motto is helping folks get their happy back, put a smile back on your face. Yes, <laughs> and and so- that's hard to do. Yes, yes. So um, I'm happy you are here to talk to uh, the audience as it relates to men. Um, Men need healing, too. So let's dive deeper a little bit more about your personal story. I know you you and I have talked probably a couple of times, maybe even more than that. (laughs) That's what I do. Everybody I bring on the show, we have a conversation right off the bat just to see if you're a good fit for the audience, right? And to help people in this space. So Haley, I know you've been divorced twice. So if you want to share, you however much you want to share about your personal story so people can see that you've been there too, because <laughs> this is the Divorce Talk with Twyla show. So yeah. Well, thank you. Um, no, I am happy to share, Twyla. I'm, I'm always transparent in, you know, my divorce experience. You know, first, my first divorce was when I was a much younger woman. I went through my first divorce 24 years ago, and my son at the time was on the cusp of turning four. And I was married. I was living in a state that I was not originally from. I'm not from Illinois. I was living in Chicago. And, you know, I was a young mother. I was only 28 at the time. And, you know, Twyla, back then, you know, 24 years ago, first of all, not everybody had a laptop and the internet. So you didn't have access to the information and the resources you have today. Now, today, there's a plethora of resources available, you know, for finding out information about how to go through a divorce. So back then, you basically just hired a family attorney. There was no such phrase as collaborative law like we have today. Right. Right. And so you you hired a lawyer and you hoped for the best. And you you had no idea if that was going to be amicable, if it was going to be litigated. And I found myself, unfortunately, in a very high conflict divorce. Mm -hmm. I originally went into it hoping that this would be amicable, that we would have, you know, shared custody of our our then four-year-old son. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, as a young woman back then, I also was not um, very familiar with mental health issues. And Mm -hmm. that had unfortunately come into play with my ex-husband at the time. So I wound up, you know, having to litigate my divorce, which I highly do not recommend. I, I, I really, oh my goodness, litigation is like the last resort, right? You don't want to have yeah. to spend your time in and out of courtrooms. So I found myself for 14 months in this incredibly high conflict divorce, constantly in and out of courtrooms. I spent sixty thousand dollars back then, you know. Mm. That's a lot of money, Twyla. That's a lot of money. Which I didn't have. You know, I found myself borrowing money, you know, from from family, you know, to get me through this divorce. And I also then found myself having to fight for custody of my son, which, you know, and I'm an advocate of equal shared parenting time. I think men and women should have 50-50. However, there are circumstances um, that dictate otherwise, for example, mental health issues, then obviously that comes into play and has to be considered. And so 
I wound up having to really fight for 14 months and hire numerous experts. And long story short, I was awarded sole custody of my then four-year-old son. And, you know, as grateful as I am, you know, I felt that I had to, you have to see it through. And I always say that to clients. I, I, I met with two men today who yeah. both said, ironically, they just want to throw in the towel. They're so, they're so tired from the stress, right? And the chaos. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, people think, okay, it's easier to just throw in the towel and give up. But I always yeah. say to them, you can't do that. If there's children involved, no, that's not an option. No. Right. You know, you, right. Know, you have to, you, you made these children, you have to see it through. And so, and that's what I was doing, you know, fighting for my, my life and my son's life for those 14 months. Yeah. Um, so I fast forward and I, I remarried and, you know, I did something I recommend my clients not do. And that is marry right away, you know? Oh yeah. I love that. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. You know, yeah. I, I married what I thought was a my knight in shining armor who was going to save me from what I had just experienced. And that marriage lasted for nearly 20 years. Um, and ultimately, you know, I went through a second divorce. I, I divorced him, but it was amicable. You know, I mm -hmm. there were no children to fight over. Everything was peaceful. Mm -hmm. And so the divorces were so, so different. You go from high conflict to amicable and wow, very, very different. Yeah. But, you know, again, now I'm here to say to my clients, no, do not marry, you know, three months after you get divorced. No. Matter of <laughs> fact, don't even date, really. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, do you? Do you? And do you? Do you? <laughs> and, you know, especially if you have children. Yeah. You know, but, you know, at the time I found myself just so grateful that I had escaped the high conflict divorce and was so happy to jump into something that I thought was going to be secure and stable. Mm. Um, but, you know, you're going back so many years. And, and so now, you know, it's interesting when I hear men say, you know, what they're hoping to do in three months after their divorce or mm -hmm. like, no, no. So so. That's my background story and, and, you know, my experience with, you know, divorce and two completely different divorces. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So what, um, Haley, what um, drove you or what was your motivation to be a divorce coach for just men? I, and I love it. I love it because so many times men are just, they're not vulnerable. They don't want to share. They're not emotionally wired like women like, like we are. So most of the time men don't want to open up and share their true feelings. So what was, what drove you to do that? Is it be, from your experience or you just felt like that was a calling on your life or what, what was that about? Well, I felt two things. I felt that it was a calling that I really, it was like a passion that I, I, I wanted to work with men, but there was a reason behind that. I think that when I started divorce coaching 10 years ago, I was coaching both men and women, okay. men and women, excuse me. And I, I found that with men, especially 10 years ago, there were no resources for men. No. You know, divorce coaches were just, you know, beginning to, to start and mm -hmm. even today, there are so many resources for women. There are Facebook groups, divorce mm -hmm. groups, therapists, you name it. If you're a woman and especially a mom, you can find a resource. 
Yes. Do those same searches for a man. There's so little out there. And I felt that as a mother also now of an adult son, you know, I felt that I wanted to know that if my son years later were to get married and God forbid have to go through a divorce, which I, I hope never happens, right. but I want to know that there would be resources available for right. him. So I felt that I wanted to also see it through the lens of, of a mother of a man. And mm. that's why I felt that I really wanted to work with men and, and only men. And, and I'll tell you, they are so grateful when they find, you know, a lifeline, really, you know, they're, they're so few for them and um, they're just so grateful for it. Oh yeah. I, I can imagine. So you are doing the work. So um, what are some common threads or common uh, issues that you see as you coach men and uh, are most of your clients, uh, Haley, correct me if I'm wrong, they are going through or in the process of going through a divorce and is it the main reason infidelity or is it a various reasons? Well, they are all going through a divorce for the most right. part or that, you know, they're contemplating it and they've had consultations with attorneys and you know, they're just starting it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that with as far as infidelity with my clients, I would say that probably 60 percent of the clients um, there's infidelity involved, whether it's on their part or their wives part, but okay. I would say at least 60%, wow. which is, it's, I mean, it's scary. Yeah. And yeah. I have to say that, you know, I, as, as a society, we always think of, we, well, first of all, we've painted men as always the villain and the aggressor, right? Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and they that's are not always the case. Not at all. In fact, you know, in, in these 10 years of, of coaching men, I have met only wonderful men and fathers. And, and I'm not saying they're perfect. No, of course, they, they play right. a role in the divorce. But as a society, we've painted them as the villain and the aggressor in the divorce story. Yeah. Which is really sad. Yeah. And, and we've also painted them as the cheater. But it, that is not always the case. You know, um, yeah. so many of my clients have been faithful and have had unfaithful wives. And I think that, you know, we have to shed light on that. And I, you know, like, that's why I applaud you for shedding light on infidelity in general. But I think we need to shed light that not yeah. all men are the cheaters. Yes. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. Yes. So folks, if you're listening or will listen later or watch the replay, not all men are the cheaters. Mm. So I'm talking to Haley Lisa, the divorce coach for men. This is what she does. She coaches men and this show topic is men need healing too. And so, yes, I completely agree with you, Haley. Even the court system has painted all men as the, vic the victim, right? Or well, the victim. The, the, right. The villain. The villain. Yes. And the woman is the victim. And that's not yes. always the case. No, um, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I always say, Twyla, that family court is not a good place for a man to be. And I mean, uh, no. I mean that sincerely. It is. That's the last place you want to find yourself because the court system in general in this country is biased against men. And I'm not I, saying. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
the, the deck is stacked so high against them when they go into a courtroom. And, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing is not only are men not always the cheater, but, you know, even with um, domestic violence, and I know we're talking about infidelity, but even with yeah. domestic violence, you know, we, we've always painted men as, you know, yeah. the aggressor in domestic violence cases. That's not true. That, that, not always know, the case. Mm-mm. Right. There's plenty of false allegations out there, too, that really, you know, destroy lives, you know, and destroy men's lives. Right. Now, folks, we're not talking about those that are, you know, uh, valid because of course. domestic violence is horrible. Yes. They're, this point in the show topic is men need healing, too. And we're talking specifically about men. It's not always, and if those that are listening and watching the show, it's not always the man. And that's why we're here tonight to explain. I'm speaking with expert uh, Haley Lisa to explain that that's not always the case. This is what she does over the course of the last 10 years. She's probably counseled so many men, right, Haley? You yes. counseled so yes. many men. And you know that that's not always true um, as it relates. And so we want to bring awareness tonight that, you know, men, they need healing too. Not only that, but men can also be the victim and not the villain. Absolutely. And, you know, men, like you said, men hurt just as much as women do. And, and we've painted them as being, or let's just, let me retract that. We raise boys in this country to grow up, to be tough, right? Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. Let's talk about this. (laughs) You know, as a mother of a son, yes. I always, I always pressed upon my son from a very early age. It's okay to cry. It's okay to hurt. You know, you, you, I want you to, you know, I always made sure he knew it's healthy to express, you know, your feelings. And I don't think that the average man has been raised that way. I think that Mm -hmm. especially years ago, they've been taught that boys don't cry. If they fall, get up. And, and move on. And that's why, you know, um, men today, when they are going through a divorce, Twyla, they are eight times more likely to commit suicide than a wow. woman. Yes. It's a fact. Times. A man is eight times more likely if he is in the throes of a high conflict divorce or custody issue to, to commit suicide oh than a woman. And again, because their mental health really suffers when they go through a divorce and infidelity is really one of the top factors that really take a blow to their mental health when they are, you know, learning that their spouse was having an affair. And Mm. so men will turn to alcohol, drugs, um, all sorts of actions to kind of numb the pain. Yeah. But, But I'm here to say that, you know, not only do men hurt, but men, you know, need that, outlet. They need to be able to express the hurt they're going through. Um, yeah. And it's very sad. I, I think we've done such a disservice to men yeah. in our society. I really do. I I agree. I agree. And you hit the nail on the head as it relates to how uh, boys were raised, you know, mm-hmm. as a society, society. And I, I don't believe it's a one specific culture. I believe it's just Americans, period, you know, on how 
we raise boys. Oh, you're out there. You skin your knee. Oh, don't cry. You'd get up and just blow it off and you're fine. No, that is so not good and so not true. And I have a son, he's an adult. And, you know, I tell him, I said, hey, it's okay to show your emotions. You you know, now you shouldn't be going around every five seconds crying. But if there is something natural that causes you yes. grief or you're upset about something, it's okay to express those emotions and feelings. And you don't leave them boggled up inside of you. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. That that's the statistic is astronomical, Haley. Eight it's, times. Eight times. It's eight an times alarming. More. Yes, it's an alarming statistic. And wow. you know, I I try to always say to men that you know, when they, I, I did it even today, three consultations. And, you know, at first each man, each gentleman I spoke to, you yeah. know, at first is a little embarrassed, you know, mm-hmm. um, but once they let their guard down, you know, they feel so much better that they're able to actually get it off their chest. But I always tell them that phone call or just reaching out for help is an yeah. act of bravery, whether it's with a divorce coach, whether it's with a yeah. therapist, you know, a pastor, whomever it is, a mentor, just that alone to me is an act of bravery for a man because I, you know, I can't say it enough. Men really do hurt. And, you know, this thing about always having to be strong and, and the breadwinner and it's, it's not healthy to raise our children to always believe that, you know, it's not healthy for our young boys. That's true. So true. So true. And it, and then if a man, he has a son per se, and he's probably raising his son to be the same way he was raised. And then it's just this cycle, right? It's just a generational cycle that they raise their boys to just be tough and strong. And that's fine. You you be tough, hit somebody hard on the football field, all that good stuff, but it's not fine to, um, harbor all of those emotions and not express them because that can lead to health issues, mental health, emotional health, uh, and and even physical health. Because if you're harboring all those feelings inside, you could possibly have a heart attack or stroke because you haven't found a way to release those feelings, right? That's interesting that you said that because when men are going through a divorce that entails infidelity, they're more likely to not only sink into a deeper depression than women, but they're more likely to have a heart attack or stroke. And that mm-hmm. is because they find themselves not having the support network, you know, that women do. And, and I'm not talking about even like Facebook groups or therapists or coaches. Mm-hmm. Women, tend, women tend to foster friendships and relationships, whereas yeah. men, men, not so much. And when they find themselves going through a divorce, oftentimes they find themselves not really having those support systems in place. And when they are dealing with something like, for example, infidelity, you know, like I said, they're more likely to sink into a deeper depression or have heart attack, stroke, resort to, you know, really bad habits such as, you know, alcohol or drug use that really catches up with them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Haley, as we transition, I know you're a divorce coach for men. So what is your process? So a male, they call you a consultation. Do you have a set 
process for each meal that you counsel? Each case is different. You know, no divorce is the same. And so I always offer a one hour free consultation, you know, um, and I think it's very important that we do consultations to see if we're going to work together for a good fit, number one. And two, if I'm able to even help you. Um, and so after the consultation, we then set our goals, you know, and we also line up what it is we really want to work on. And, you know, I, I always work on also with, with my clients, the communication with their ex, because to me, Oh, that's good. Oh, absolutely. The, the ultimate (laughs) ultimate goal for me is for them to um, form and maintain a healthy co-parenting relationship with their former spouse. So that right now, I love it. (laughs) And, you know, when I get, usually the million dollar question is, you know, like, why, why do I work with men? Like you asked. And also, you know, am I doing a, why won't you work with women? Are you, you know, do you not like women? And I'm here to say, and I want to just say, I, of course I like women. (laughs) friends i support women-owned businesses at any however i think that a lot of women don't see the big picture twyla sadly because Mm -hmm. when i'm working with a man Mm -hmm. my goal for him okay is for him to be a better player right on the team of co-parenting so i'm gonna i'm gonna hold that man accountable okay i'm originally from new jersey so i'm gonna say it like it is Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to say, okay, no BS. You know, you have to play ball with your ex-wife. You know, she is the mother of your child. You're going to be co-parenting for X amount of years. And so I think women don't see the big picture is that I'm mm-hmm. trying to help the family. I'm just doing it on, you know, through the side of the man right now. But ultimately yeah. the goal is to, you know, to, to be that better player with her. And so I work on their communications all the time. And I say that because I'm constantly rewriting their emails or their text messages. Because mm-hmm. I think that because men and women see things or interpret things so differently. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I really try and take out things that I believe will jar their ex-wife or really upset her because I'll say to them, what is it you're really trying to say here? And let's just say it. Let's take all those adjectives out of the email. (laughs) Yes. And let's just, you know, be nice and polite. And let's just ask what we're asking for and do it without the emotion. And that's a really hard skill (laughs) to do. Yes. Yes. I I say, I say, know the difference between response and respond. You know, I don't want them to have a quick response. I want them to intelligently respond to her and politely. <laughs> yes, that is and, so and, good. And it's so hard though, Twyla, when you're dealing with infidelity though, that mm. really complicates matters so much because, you know, that, that feeling of betrayal is so hard to shake, you know, mm. and I think that some people, you know, go on for years and never, and some people never overcome that, that betrayal. And oh. Right. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. and and so I try to explain to men that that is very normal. This this betrayal is very normal to feel this way. And you, you have to accept the fact that you're going to feel this way for a little bit of time and hopefully move past it. But when you don't acknowledge it, that's when the unhealthy behaviors come into play. That's so true. 
Yeah. So do you find that some of the men that you counsel, they have a very difficult time overcoming that betrayal or do they even get past it? They just deal with it. They do get past it, but it takes a little time. It takes some time. It, it yeah, does. it's not an overnight process. I was just wondering because yes. from a male's perspective, because men aren't so naturally emotionally wired like we as women are, mm -hmm. um, how do they recover from that um, when their wife has or ex-wife has betrayed them as it relates to infidelity? But I have to say, in my experience, especially early on, I have to say, I think men move past it um, faster than women. I, I believe I, that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that women, sat, you know, we, 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 we tend to really sink into the moment and, and let the emotions overtake us when men are a little different as far as that goes. I think that men will move past it faster but but I'm here to say, trust me, men do not just take it lightly and 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 it's it's over and it doesn't affect them. It affects them drastically. They you know just maybe don't show it as much, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I had a gentleman who we just finished up with last month, and it took him I would probably say 16 months, mm -hmm. a little over a year, to mm -hmm. finally move past it, you know. And I, and I find with men, there's a, there's that anger. And I, I know women, we get angry too. Of course I can't, you know, women, we always experience, you know, we experience anger just like men, right. but, but with the infidelity, I see more anger with men than I would with a woman, with a woman, I would probably see more sadness. You know, um, that was my experience when I was coaching both men and women, but with men, there's just so, they're so angry and understandably, I mean, they've been betrayed. Right. Right. And, and it's really hard to, you know, get past that anger. And, and that's what we work on. But I'm here to say I have never in 10 years had a gentleman not be able to move past it. Sometimes it takes less than 16 months, maybe just a few months. But, right. you know, I, I think the fact is if you have a client, male or female, who really wants to do the work mm -hmm. and who really does want change and doesn't want to play the victim, mm -hmm. they're going to make it happen. Absolutely. They're going to make it happen and it do the work on you and don't be in such a rush to get out there and date and because you're covering up those feelings. Yes. Um, take your time, take your time, work on you, get past everything that you are feeling Let's get a coach like Haley mm -hmm. and cry, 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 whatever you need to do <laughs> and just do the work. It's self-care work on you. Absolutely. I think self-care is vital. And, and I think that if you can practice self-care while you're doing the work with a, with a coach or a therapist, you'll yeah. see that the, the, it goes smoother and it, it tends to go a little faster too. It's, it's when you don't do the self-care and you don't take time for yourself that you really find yourself in this vicious cycle and it, it's very hard to break. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Haley, as we wrap up, if you would like to share your contact information, how uh, the listening audience and viewing audience can find you. There may be somebody here that, my goodness, I'm looking for a coach for men and they found you right here. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. Please go to my website, thedivorcecoachformen.com. And you can always drop me an email, thedivorcecoachformen at Gmail. You can go onto the website. There is so much information, great blogs. And also um, you can book a consultation. Again, one hour 
free consultation and I'm, I'm there to help. Yes, yes, yes. So what's your IG handle and your website address? Uh, the divorce coach for men.com and on IG, the divorce coach for men. Awesome. Awesome. There you have it, folks. And yes. so as we wrap up, is there anything, words of encouragement that you would like to leave with? Perhaps there may be a male out here or men out here that's struggling. Maybe they just found out their wives um, had an affair and they're in a situation where they don't know which way to turn. And any words um, that you would like to leave at this time, feel free. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. First, let me say, I'm sorry if you are um, just learning of a betrayal and infidelity. I, I am very sorry to hear that. But I am here to say that there are people such as myself, Twyla, you have resources available to you now. And I say, you know, reaching out for help, like I said earlier, is an act of bravery. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the best thing you could do for yourself. And if you have children, it's the best thing you could do for yourself as a father or, or even a mother, you know, if, if women are out there listening and please, you know, take advantage of the resources you have available today um, and don't give up. And I promise you that if you find yourself the right resource, you can get through it. I know in the midst of the beginning of the chaos and the betrayal, you think life will not get better, but I am here to say it does get better. It just sometimes takes a little time in navigating those choppy waters. Yes, absolutely. It does get better. You just have to go through the process and it, it's painful, but it yes. does get better. Well, Haley, thank you so very much. It's been an amazing conversation tonight. And it's my hope that somebody that was listening on tonight or will listen and watch this replay, that something was shared on tonight to encourage and inspire them. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And oh my goodness, I don't want the series to end, but this is the <laughs> last episode of the Infidelity series on Divorce Talk with Twyla. But guess what? Tune in next week. You don't want to miss next week, February the 7th. My special guest is Kareem R. Ellis. He is the breakthrough strategist, and I'm telling you, He's an international motivational speaker. And from the minute he opens his mouth, you are engaged. He's phenomenal. <laughs> he's, he's awesome. So don't miss next week. He's going to talk about walking into the new season. So if, if infidelity has occurred in your life and you're still going through that healing process, you don't want to miss next week. He's going to talk about what it may look like on the other side. Even though you've been through some painful moments, painful, you've shed some tears, but he's going to help us. So tune in next week. So until next week, y'all, we are out. See you then. Thank you so much. Bye. What a great show. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, the Divorce Talk with Twyla Show is out.